Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Audio Vault on 941 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Reinagle. I'm Jason Minix. A football Friday playoff edition. Cowboys Packers coming up Sunday. Let's talk about it. John Machota from The Athletic joining us now on the Buyers Barricades guest line. And John, congrats, man. You, uh, after Dak was done on the podium yesterday, uh, solid journalistic effort getting Dak kind of one-on-one talking about actually talking about going to the Super Bowl. He didn't do that during the main media session, but off to the side with, with you and a couple of other writers, I'm impressed that you got Dak to actually admit it's all about getting to uh, the Super Bowl, and he's taken it a step further. Tell us the background on the uh, Louis Vuitton stuff. So he had said, um, maybe it was back at training camp, but it was like early in the year about how he has set certain reminders for himself about you know, kind of like keep his mind on the big picture. So like things that he has around him and, and whether it's like a picture on his phone or whatever, stuff that like, you know, when you're going through some of those really boring days in the off season and you're working out and you just kind of are like, what am I even, you know, I'm kind of, I'm done. I'm tired. I can go home, whatever. And like little reminders that push you a little further. So yesterday after his main press conference was over, he was asked about some of those reminders, but he didn't go into great detail during the press conference. But after he was asked, uh, there was like four or five of us that talked to him for about four or five minutes after about some other random things like his leadership and, and things like that. And he was asked to follow up about the reminders. And that's when he said that because the Super Bowl this year is in Las Vegas um, and he had bought some luggage and uh, he bought his uh, girlfriend uh, a bag and he got, Louis, he, he got him Louis Vuitton because the logo is the LV, which reminds him of Las Vegas. And so anytime he sees it, he thinks of that. It's interesting to me because it's like, you go look up anybody that's listening right now. Just go Google Louis Vuitton and, and just check out the prices on like what those bags are. They just <laughs> pop up. I mean, it just it's funny because Clarence Clarence Hill from the Four Star Telegram, as Jack was walking away, he's like, "Hey, maybe hook us up with some of that stuff. At least maybe some knockoffs or something." Yeah, and yeah. My reminder of Vegas crazy. is a refrigerator magnet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, right, right. It, it just it's crazy to me too because these guys do have like some of this like Louis Vuitton luggage and like. <laughs> The way that I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but like when I travel, it's not like my luggage is like in the, kept in the best situation. I mean, you got to check a bag; they're not taking care of that. And then if you throw it above uh, where you're sitting, like I mean, other people are gonna you know throw their bags next to yours and things like that. Like I don't know, it's just it's easy to get messed up. I just can't see spend a lot of money on luggage, but hey, if you got that kind of money, I guess you can spend it on stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think Dak's worried about the money, especially with the contract extension he's going to get. John, I've got to ask you, as a, a crack reporter, and well done, by the way, with, uh, with the Dak Prescott stuff yesterday, but I've got to ask you this. Should the Cowboys be concerned about anything 
regarding the Green Bay Packers, or is this going to be a cakewalk, as the arrogant Cowboy fans here in San Antonio seem to think? Yeah, I don't think it'll be a cakewalk. Um, I guess the way the where I look at it is, yes, they, the Packers are playing very well. Most importantly, Jordan Love is playing very well. But this is Jordan Love's first playoff start. And, you know, Dak Prescott had those experiences, too, where, you know, he had a 2016 where, you know, everything looked like, I mean, he'll admit now that he thought it was going to be a lot easier in the NFL than what it's been. And he goes off, they win 13 games, they get the Packers in the divisional round, and they're the one, the Cowboys are the one seed, they're playing at home, and, you know, they get kind of punched in the mouth early, they fight back, and then Aaron Rodgers steals it late. And that was a big wake-up call there, that this is a, you know, the playoffs in the NFL are a different animal. And so, Love's playing well, I can see him, you know, having some success, but ultimately, what this Cowboys team has done at home, I just I don't see the upset happening here. Not with a, a young quarterback, you know, not used to playing in the playoff atmosphere. And then here's the other one that, that I just can't get past is that look at the Green Bay Packers schedule. Like, I get that they got on this hot run at the end of the year, but I really do think the Cowboys win 15 games against that schedule. And I don't know if the Packers make the playoffs if they played the Cowboys schedule. So that's some stuff that I think is sometimes forgotten because – this isn't like the NBA where you're playing every team and stuff like that. Like, some schedules are a lot easier than others. And uh, the Green Bay Packers certainly benefited from, from their last, you know, five, six games. Being now, Hey, they did win in Detroit. They did beat Kansas City. Those are two quality wins. Uh, but outside of that, I challenge you to find many other big wins on that schedule. So I think they'll be a good opponent. I don't think the Cowboys will blow them out, but I, I don't see the Packers winning this game. John, as you say that, and again, yeah, their two big wins were the Chiefs and Detroit, maybe probably Detroit, their biggest win of the season, and they close out losing to the Giants, losing to the Bucks, and then they beat the Panthers, the Vikings, and the Bears. That said, they do some things well like run the ball. Is your concern with Green Bay, if there was to be issues, with what they do defensively against Dak in the offense or what they're able to do offensively against that Cowboys defense that has shown signs of weakness? Yeah, I would say it'd be more the Packers offense because if you got the running game going and, and they get, you know, the, the the passing game for me, it wouldn't be the big plays necessarily. The the best that a quarterback has played against the Cowboys at AT&T Stadium this year has been Geno Smith with Seattle, and that was getting it out quick. It wasn't holding it and trying to, you know, wait for a lot of big, deep shots to develop. It was getting it out quick, not allowing that. The Cowboys' best thing in defense is their pass rush. You don't want to allow them to tee off on your quarterback and, and start making his life difficult. And So, yeah, if the running game got going and, and they got the quick game passing game going and, and you weren't able to get much pressure on, on Jordan Love, that could be a problem because those are longer drives, those are eating clock, those are keeping Cowboys offense on the sidelines. So, yeah, that that's a great recipe there. Those are the only two ways. There's two ways I can see the Cowboys losing this game. That one, where the defense just isn't coming up with stops, and Jordan Love makes a few really key throws, and he takes care of the ball. It's already that, and it sense all of that's a lot. But that would be the one way. The other one would be just uncharacteristic turnovers by the Cowboys offense, where you're just like, what are they doing? How are they? I I don't even know this team right now. You know, I've their last 16 games they've won at home. I don't even know what team this is. I just don't get the sense, especially from this week in the locker room, that that that's going to be what happens. This is a very you know, I mean, they were they were a good team last year. They are a good team the year before. But this is a very business-like Cowboys team. I just don't see them coming out laying an egg and making foolish mistakes that all of a sudden we're just sitting there going, man, they haven't done that all season at home. Where did that come from? Yeah, I, look, I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. I just don't think it's going to be as, uh, you know, as easy as some people think it will be. And 
Jason and I have been talking, John, today about this, and I'm of the opinion that there's more pressure on the Cowboys' defense this week than there is the offense. I think the offense is going to put up a lot of points, but I think the Packers are going to be able to put up some points as well, and I think it's up to that defense to, uh, uh, to stiffen up, if nothing, for lack of a better word. Yeah, no, I, and let's be honest. They could use a big game on Micah Parsons. It's been a while since you've seen one of those where he's just really wrecking the game, you know, getting a couple sacks, getting a bunch of pressures. Uh, obviously, you know, heck, it would be help, helpful if he was able to draw some holding calls that obviously haven't <laughs> happened in a long time. But, 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 I mean, this this is the type of game, playoffs, you know, this is where you're supposed to, your best players are supposed to show up. You know, he's the one that, you know, had said after the Washington game last Sunday that, you know, he wants his legacy to be that of, you know, Michael Irvin and Jimmy Johnson and Troy Aikman and, and talking about how the, the, you know, the postseason is, is uh, be phenomenal or be forgotten. And so this is time for Micah Parsons to be phenomenal. This is time for Demarcus Lawrence now where he's at in his career. Uh, you know, one of the elder statesmen in that locker room, you know, since 2014, he's been one of the best players in that defense. This is a time for him to step up. Stephon Gilmore, guys that have been in those situations before, um, but I, but I, I also, I feel like, yeah, the, the the pressure's on them to have a bigger game. But I also think with them playing at home, the crowd noise will certainly help them out, especially with a, uh, a quarterback that's probably not going to be used to that as much. Um, but then I also just think that there's guys in the back end that are playing well. I think Jordan Lewis has played some of his best ball recently. I think Donovan Wilson's played some of his best ball. So I think there are guys trending in the right direction. Where I, I just, again, I just don't see them, you know, coming out laying an egg. Like I know so many people that, you know whether it's people that don't like the Cowboys or just people that are Cowboys fans that are sick of them coming up short, they think like, oh, this is just set up like typical Cowboys losing the first <laughs> round. I just don't see that happening. You know, the I, I use the term playoff Prescott, and, and that's not a compliment to Dak because he's had great regular season numbers the last couple of years, uh, but the playoff performances haven't been there. Will we see playoff Prescott or will we see regular season Prescott? I think we'll see a carryover um, from what we've seen this season. And, and the reason I say that is just there's just a comfortability with Dak and that offense when they're playing at home. And, you know, the guys will say it's the crowd. They'll say, you know, like, you know, sleeping in your own bed, same routines. All, I get all that. But I think the communication's huge. And to play in your own building, you don't have to deal with that crowd noise when you have the ball. Everything is just a little bit cleaner. And then let's be honest where he's at with C.D. Lamb, I mean, their confidence together is at an all-time high. Uh, that, would be, that would be a huge, huge indictment on Dak's game if he, if he laid an egg in this game. Because the one thing right now is where Dak's at in his career, being one of those elder statesmen, uh, being one of those guys that's been around, this will be his seventh playoff game. You know, you look around the NFC, you know, I don't know if there's a quarterback you'd rather have than him right now. And so... That's what you've wanted. You want you've wanted to get to the playoffs where you have your quarterback playing at a high level. You want to get to the playoffs when you're relatively healthy. You want to get to the playoffs when you're playing well at home and you get to host possibly multiple home playoff games. Everything's just lined up for them. They're just they're really I mean, to be honest with you, there's no excuses for them, much less this game, next week either. Like this team should go to the NFC championship game. There are no excuses. When they locked up that two seed and they got home field with how they played at home these last two years. There's no excuses for them not to go to the NFC Championship game. All right, John, I've got to ask you a question because we've been talking about this and the the pressure or the most pressure on any of the playoff teams coming into this weekend. We know that the Cowboys 
they should win this game, so I'm not sure how much pressure it is, but if they lost, the, the sky would it's fall. It's the Cowboys. So the other, the other team that we've been talking about is the Detroit Lions. Obviously, they've got a tough game against the Rams to start things off with, but you're a Detroit guy, so I want to ask you, if the Lions lose this game, is this season a disappointment? No, I don't think so, um, just because it's been so long. I mean, you talked to 93 since you've won a division. Um, I think for them, the, the big thing, if they lost there, is it would be like, yeah, you won the division, but now you're probably losing your offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson. I think he's the favorite right now for that Washington job. So you'd lose some, some stuff there coaching staff-wise, but that nucleus is, is not going anywhere. This is a young team making, making their first run. It would be disappointing, but not even close to as disappointing as if, if the Cowboys did, just because the Cowboys were, were, were where the Lions are now, you know, two years ago at least, uh, you know, when they lost the, to the Niners. So it would be really disappointing, but I don't think it's even close to being on the level of, of the Cowboys if they lost uh, to Green Bay on Sunday. John Mashoda from The Athletic here on The Blitz. He's got a great article on The Athletic now, another reason why you need to subscribe about the Thursday meetings that <laughs> Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy have. And I think that's one of the reasons it feels like, John, that they are just on the same page. And you mentioned CD. uh all pro first team, 49 of 50 votes, having an incredible year. Dak having an MVP type season, although I think he probably finishes second or third. I think Mike McCarthy should get a ton more credit than he really has been getting. For sure. But when you said that, one of the first things I thought of was my job as a reporter is I have to find that one voter that didn't vote for CD. No. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> CD's looking for who, him, too. Who is, this per- who is this person in Philadelphia? No. Um, uh <laughs> No, Mike McCarthy obviously deserves a ton of credit, you know, but the problem is with that job uh, for him is that he was hired to win in January. You know, that was the thing with that Jason Garrett. They just, you know, they'd have one up season, one down, one up, one down, and they just couldn't have any sustained success and not win the playoffs. Well, the Cowboys have had that sustained success in the regular season, but it's the playoffs that matters. That's, That's where the pressure's on Mike McCarthy that they have to deliver. Like I said, they have to win these two games at home. You know, I mean, that's this team is set up for it, uh, just how well they've played at home. There just really aren't any excuses there. And if they are to fall short in one of these next two games, ultimately, the, you know, he's going to get the most criticism because, let's be honest, Jerry's not going anywhere. Steven's not going anywhere. Will McClay's not going anywhere. Dak Prescott's not going anywhere. CD's not going anywhere. Michael Parsons isn't going anywhere. So if if a frustrated Jerry Jones, what 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 change is he is he going to make if he feels like he needs to make a change? And the only one that would would be a possibility, I I feel like is making a change at head coach. And so um, it's it's it sucks to talk about that right now because of how well uh, Mike McCarthy has done for this team, especially in his first year taking over as an offensive play caller. But that's also the world that we're in in the NFL that it is so not for long, and there is so much change. Uh, you know, in, in positions on the field, not not just coaching, but especially with head coaches, just seeing what's going on in the NFL right now. So I get why people want to talk about it because it is a realistic storyline. You lose on Sunday and, and all bets are off. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see what happens, although I do think the Cowboys ultimately win. Make sure you subscribe to The Athletic. Follow John on Twitter at John Mashota, J-O-N Mashota. Have a great weekend, man. I appreciate it. You guys do the same. John Michaud on the Buyer's Barricades guest line, where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond. He is so right. Um, 
hired to win in January. Yeah. And I don't think we talk about that enough. It's about playoff success. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. 12 regular season wins are nice, but you've got to get it done in the postseason. That's absolutely correct. And he's also right. The Cowboys, if they stumble, boy, I tell you what, it's just that they're blowing a golden opportunity if they do. Spurs have a chance at a winning streak. What? Back to back. What? We haven't used those words in relation to the Spurs in a long time, but we will next as we get you ready for the Spurs game coming up tonight here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star.